There are, in our world, certain places that seem to draw on the strange, the unusual, the monstrous. And when you were a hip young teen coming of age in one of these locations, it doesn't matter if you are an aspiring scientific genius, a burgeoning telekinetic, or a social media influencer. Your safety is not guaranteed. In these dangerous times at Chillhaven High. Previously on Dangerous Times at Chillhaven High. You see the teacher with whom you're familiar because he is also the football coach, Coach Ike Sheehan. Zeke Lynn, after school today and every day for the rest of the week, you got detention with me, Zeke. Penny, you do see uh, a spectral figure, and it is the spectral form of Saber Muto. Shit. Saber? Are you okay? No. I think I'm dead. So, Saber, you know, she invited us to that party yeah. Friday. Uh-huh. There's not going to be a party Friday. Angela Atticus Jr., so you slam on your brakes. The cat flies off your face and smashes into your windshield. And then you are immediately hit by a car going in the opposite direction. <laughs> That circle is a protection spell from demons, abominations, and malign spirits. They can't cross it, so either A, the very stupid robots, or B, the haunted. Okay, I feel a lot better now. You feel better now? Phantasmagoric Florence runs out and holds that crystal bottle off and waves that iron cross out and speaks an incantation and these things just scatter back out into the darkness, into the forest. Jillhaven High, the second day of school. Angel Atticus Jr. has taken a personal day to recuperate from her various injuries and traumas. But Penny and Zeke have dutifully returned to Coach Sheehan's first period science class, despite coasting on only a couple of hours of sleep following their wild goose swamp squatch haunted robot chase hunt. Penny and Zeke, you're back at school. Zeke, you walk in to class, again, just as everyone has already taken their seats, and the smell... Penny, you are already there, so you would have already clocked this, but you are met as soon as you enter the science lab with the unmistakable scent of formaldehyde. And you see a big box right as soon as you walk into the room, like a big, tall, like cardboard moving box. And on the side in Sharpie, someone has written frogs. And then underneath that, new. You also see another box uh, nearby that says frogs. And then underneath that, used. 
<laughs> Coach Sheehan, as soon as you walk in, Coach Sheehan says, uh, Zeke, kind of you to finally join us yet again. Yep. I missed you at detention last night, son. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, there was a, a family emergency. Sorry. Zeke, come on up to the desk and you can lie to me in private instead of in front of the whole class. I had a, um, I had a family emergency last night uh, that I had to deal with. Zeke, I don't care what you had. You did not contact me and notify me. Your family, your parents did not contact me and notify me. So uh, I'm going to tell you what, son. You have detention for the rest of the week as uh, I believe, oh yeah, you already did. You are also going to have detention for all of next week. Okay. And if you miss one, Zeke, if you miss one more of those days, it's going to be a suspension, buddy. Okay? Listen, do you want to, look, it happened Terrific. Very... Now go ahead Coach, hey, and wait, pop what? over to the. All right. All right. Go ahead and pop over that box there marked new <laughs> frogs and fish yourself out a frog. We are dissecting this morning. Oh, God. And since it appears that uh, neither your nor Penny's lab partner is present today, Penny, I apologize, sweetheart, but you're going to be paired up with Zeke. Hi, Zeke. Rude as hell. Hi, Penny. Coach Sheehan starts prattling off something about, um, I don't know, frog biology. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, So I've already, I, I tackled the whole frog project back in like first grade because my dad made me. Also, I've dissected a Bigfoot before. Why don't you uh, just make the first incision here? I, need, I really need to put my head down for a minute. Do I have to? No, I, I want to do a Family Guy style cut to you dissecting a Bigfoot with your dad. <laughs> <laughs> but dad, it looks like people. Zeke, if you don't take out that pheromone gland post-ace, this sucker's going to stink up the whole laboratory. Dad, I don't want it. It looks like my friends. Are you friends with Bigfoot? Because if not, that is a fib. (laughs) But he's so cute, I don't wanna. Just, okay, just reach underneath the lungs and behind that flap there and pull out the kind of the grapefruit feeling thing that you find and that will get rid of that smell, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get back to uh, science class. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just gonna put, I'm, I'm gonna put my head down for a minute. Um, let me know when you find the egg sac. Okay. Penny goes to make an incision on the frog, but she immediately stops. Zeke, I really don't want to do this. Can you do this, please? All right, all right, all right. And just in, like, with, like, a surgeon's precision, he just, like, slices that frog open and, like, separates out. I don't know. What, what are we doing with the, I don't know. He, like, slices the frog open, and he's uh, he removes, like, each of the parts individually, and they're all very nicely organized on the desk, and then he just puts his head back down. Penny has covered her eyes with her hands. While you two are messing around with your frog, you overhear the conversation of the two students behind you, and they are kind of speaking in hushed tones. One of them says, um... Did you hear they found, like, a human skeleton in the skate park this morning? Like, and remember that Alyssa was found with no bones. So, like, mm, I know this isn't math class, but, like, one plus one equals two, dude. Um, Penny turns around to them and says, can you guys just not talk about this right now? You don't you don't know what you're talking about. The kid says, um, oh, hey, what's up, Penny? You going to that party on Friday? No. Are you? Uh, you're missing out, dude. It's going to be a rager. Rumor is Saber's missing class all week, just getting ready for it. I saw her brother this morning, and he said that he knows a guy at the chill out who is willing to sell him two kegs at cost. 
Fucking ratty ice, dude. And then they high five. Uh, Zeke lifts his head and says, um, do you guys say you talked to Saber's brother? And then he puts his head back down. Uh, yeah, I did say that, Zeke. And he lifts his head back up. And he didn't, like, say anything about Saber or how she's doing or anything like that. And he puts his head back down. They kind of chuckle at each other like, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I didn't ask. And the other one says, uh, hey, Zeke, you uh, <laughs> you trying out for uh, the football team after school today? Am I trying out for the foot? What? No. <laughs> yeah. Tryouts are after school today, bud. And uh, <laughs> I thought maybe, you know, uh, you'd show us all that, uh, that that good arm of yours, you know? Okay. Listen, motherfucker. You threw, your, you threw your skateboard through the window. <laughs> Okay, all right. Zeke uh, sits up and turns around to face them. Guess what? I'm gonna be there. Oh God! All right, cool. I can't wait to. Um, uh, I mean, I hope you. I hope that it goes really well for you, and you, you do your best. Yeah, I'm gonna. Okay, you know why? Because I'm Michael McDonald, motherfucker. May I'm gonna be there. Zeke, sit down, please. I thought your name was Zeke Lynn. All right, and he just puts his head back down. No, he said Michael McDonald, the guy from the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> Let's cut to Angela's house. Angela, how are you spending your time at home while everyone else is at school? Angela's feeling like well rested, still taking some pain medicine, but decides to do a little internet Googling. Oh, fuck yeah. I love to Google the internet. So, Oh, what's Google in, uh, in oh, Chillhaven? Scrumble. Google. Like, <laughs> Google. Oh, okay. What was it? What? Wait, I need a vote. <laughs> what were you going to say? I said scrumble. Scrumble? But it's Google. Maybe bo- so Boogle? Wait, Boogle. Boogle is the paranormal search engine. Yeah, and I need to search something paranormal. Okay. So I'm on Boogle. Mm-hmm. I win. <laughs> uh, so. Point. I'm on I'm Boogle. I'm Boogling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Robots with ghost spirits. Question mark. So I'm investigating <laughs> a mystery now. <laughs> so here's what I think happened. How often does Angela check her Facebook? Like five times an hour. Okay. <laughs> so Angela, while you are Boogling haunted robots, question mark, I think you may mainly just get like Boogle ads for like ghost print workout pants and... Yeah, like maybe like a internet enabled juicer called like Robo Juice or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of sponsored posts kind of catered to your internet activity. You get bored pretty rapidly and just start browsing Facebook. Okay. And you see that you have a friend request. Okay. From Razor Muto, a very cute looking boy with not a passing resemblance to Saber Muto. Hmm. Okay, accept. So basically, as soon as you accept the friend request, you get an invite to an event titled Back at School Rager Friday Night. Angela kind of just like is very confused because we clearly saw Saber as a ghost last night. So Angela clicks that maybe she's attending and immediately texts Zeke and asks if he's heard anything about Saber at school. So before you hear back from Zeke, you click the maybe thing and then you see the numbers for like attending, maybe can't make it. And you see the attending is like at over 200 people. Oh, fuck. What's Facebook called? Yeah. Um, little friend town. 
Yeah, fuck yeah, friend town. <laughs> Best. Um, so on uh, your friend town, uh, you see on the attending, it's like over 200 people. And then that kind of sparks a memory to when you ran into the, the creatures inhabiting Saber's body on the skateboard last night. And you remember the creatures screaming to you that the flesh gets cold too quickly and they need new flesh. And you remember how you're, you're putting together the pieces of how they like we're moving from one of them in like a cat or raccoon to moving to something bigger, like a fresh human body. Angela thinks they're going to be at this party. All right, let's go back to school. <laughs> Zeke and Penny, the bell rings at the end of science class and the kids start getting up and chatting amongst themselves and on their way out the door, sort of dutifully dropping their frog remains into the box marked frogs used. <laughs> <laughs> Zeke waits for the rest of the class to leave, and then he kind of sheepishly approaches Coach Sheehan's desk, like just looking down at his feet, and he says, um, "Hey, Coach, can I have a word with you for a minute?" Zeke, I, of course, I the I'm gonna be spending this class every day this semester with you, plus two weeks of detention. The one thing in this world that I want more of is more one-on-one time with you, Zeke. Yes, what do you need? Zeke just kind of like cocks his neck for a second to not say something snarky. Roll the act under pressure. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yikes, that is a two. Okay, so <laughs> Coach says that, and under his breath, Zeke says, uh, yeah, well, me fucking too, man. Zeke, what on earth would make you think that profanity is acceptable in this interaction? I'm sorry, listen, Coach. I'm telling you, son, like, I'm trying my best here. I'm using every ding-dang coaching and teaching and just, you know, adult interacting with teen resource that I've read about or know how to do and you're stumping me son I know listen coach it's a really hard time at home right now my dad's work has you know really had a dead end we're not doing super well and he asked for my Zeke, help. I saw your dad on the news this morning and he looked pretty terrific to me yeah well he's a very charismatic guy and he hides it well okay but inside he caught he a is, Bigfoot he did yeah that yeah but that was six years ago you know it was a long time ago, and you, you I mean, you're a science teacher. I prefer the term science coach. Of course, of course. But you know how it is, you know, I, the, the, the field demands new research. If you're not turning in new papers all the time, like, coach, listen, I, I, I just want to be frank. Like, we're, we're on the verge of bankruptcy, but my dad thinks he's onto something, and he really needs my help with it. I can have him talk to you if you want. I'll give him a call. He can call you, but I, he really needs my help, and I don't know if he if, I don't know if he can afford me being stuck after school for two weeks in detention. Zeke, you really tugged at my heartstrings with this honest and sincere plea that you've made to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've really prostrated yourself before me in this moment. Yeah, and so I think I will call your father right now on speakerphone. Oh, uh, with you here. <laughs> I got a few minutes before the next class comes in, and I think we should all just talk together right now. How, how's about that, son? How's that sound? You got his number? Can you pull up his number on your phone for me real quick? Yeah. Uh, give me one sec. Zika on his science watch, he's going to send a text to his dad. Teacher going to call. Need coverage for skunk ape hunt. Zika's just kind of, uh, he sends the text, and then he's just kind of standing there, like, looking at his watch, waiting for a response. I think that other students start to file in behind you for a second period. And uh, Coach Sheehan says, Well, Zeke, you know what? Honestly, I don't really have time for this. 
I was just bluffing anyway because I thought you were full of shit. If you really want to have a mono e mono e mono chat between you and me and your pops, we can do that after school at detention. Well, hey, uh, Coach, just, just one other thing real quick. Aren't football tryouts today after school? Yes, they are, and I cannot wait. It is my favorite day of the entire year to see what kind of rough and tumble skills we got in the new kids coming into school, seeing what kind of, ooh, I'm formulating my plan for the new season, seeing what kind of powers and attributes they have that I can utilize on the field, on that gridiron, son. You know about gridiron, Zeke? Oh, I, Coach, I... You know, you may not know this, but uh, uh, I, I, I really grew up on the gridiron. What and, do you uh, mean by that? <laughs> I was born on a football field. Like Conan? <laughs> like Conan the Barbarian born in the field of battle? Yes, correct. And so if, if tryouts are after detention, I, I would love to be there. Terrific. I will see you at detention, and then we can head down to tryouts together. Fantastic. I think as soon as you head out and start walking down the hallway, you get a text back from Jeff that just says, um, duck, sorry, sap. (laughs) Okay, let's cut to the cafeteria. Uh, Zeke, what are you doing? All right, so at lunch, I go and I sit down with Tim and Carlos at our usual table, and I say, uh, sup, dorks? They don't respond to you. (sighs) Sup, gentlemen? Oh, hi, Zeke. Hey, uh, listen. Carlos says, um, hey, I heard you got in a deep shit with Coach Sheehan again, man. Do you have a death wish or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I'm trying to, uh, remedy that situation. Um, I'm trying to get on the football team. They both start laughing hysterically, like, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Tim says, like, seriously, though, are you just gonna, like, try and, like, be respectful and, like, do your work like it's assigned to you? Zeke doesn't even say anything. He just gives Tim, like, a, come on. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, yeah, I, I was kidding. I, I had no expectation that that was the case. Yeah, 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 you know me. There's a lot of words that I've used to describe you, not all of which, you know, I'm necessarily proud of or want to get into right now, but one word that I've never, I don't think, ever used to describe you is football sports athlete. Yeah, no, me neither. So I need your guys' help. I really need the coach off my back, and I feel like, even if I don't make the team, I just feel like an, a good effort will put me in his good graces. But as you both know, I cannot perform any complicated task athletically that does not involve my thumbs tim says are the tasks that you do with your thumbs athletics esports or sports too tim carlos chimes in and says yeah tim all right come on like don't dismiss the sports that we play just because they're not the ones you see on espn one all right yeah look evo was on espn two last year okay like they broadcasted in bars Listen, you know, Carlos has, like, been talking to those guys on Cloud9. Like, he might get a sponsorship soon. Like, shit could happen. That's not the point. Why are we getting into this? The point is, I need your guys' help. I need to look like I can throw a football. I'm thinking some kind of, like, uh, bio-augmenting device that's going to, you know, correct my throw as I'm doing it. They both stare at you blankly. Okay, guys, we've spent so many years together... Like, you guys have spent a lot of time with me. You've seen me, like, tinker with gadgets all these years. I can give you access to my room. I can give you access to Sophia. You both have read a lot of comic books. I, we, I just need your help, like, talking this out. I need you guys to be my tech team, okay? That's what I need. I need you guys to be my team. Tim says, um, okay. Uh, he takes, like, his napkin from, like, um, his, his, like, cafeteria tray, and he pulls a pen out of his front pocket, and he says, um, 
All right, Zeke, I'm just going to, uh, I'm going to write a number down here. Okay. And I'm going to pass it over to you, and that's going to be my initial offer, and I will await your counteroffer. And he writes, he writes something down, and then he passes it over to you. And I look at it. And it says $100,000 a year plus benefits. <laughs> Guys, come on. Look, quit busting my balls <laughs> over this. Carlos says, I don't think we're busting your balls. You're asking us to do something that sounds boring and lame, and I don't want to do it. What sounds boring and lame about building a, a, a helping me build a cyborg arm to throw football good? I don't care about throw football, and I even more than I don't care about throw football, I don't care about you throw football. <laughs> okay, all right, if you guys help me, then we can modify this device to maybe just work on the hands, and then Carlos, your inputs in Smash are going to get so fast that no one's going to be able to touch your tech. Your wave dashes are going to be off the charts, my man. Your power shield game is going to be unbelievable. The Europeans won't know what hit them. Carlos says, um, I mean, mm, it's not like I need it, but it would be cool. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll help you build I'll help you build a Super Smash Brothers arm. Thank you so much, Carlos. Tim, if you help out too, the robot arm can I, man, I don't know. I mean, you can break stuff with it. That's always fun, right? Tim says, um, I want a fully articulated, motion-controlled mask for my fursona. I can do that. That's, that's easy. I want a badger mask, and the mouth opens, and the eyes open and close, and the mouth moves when I talk. Sure. Great. Yeah. And it's got an eye patch over one of the eyes. Even easier than I only have to make one eye. No, the other eye works. There's just an eye patch over it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know that my fursona is pretending to have only one eye yeah, to I get know. in good with the guild. Yeah, yeah, Tim. Obviously, I will help you make a better mask for, um, uh... Diego Badgero. Yep, that's his name, all right. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's your name, all right. Yes, I will, I will make you the, the most advanced fursona mask you have ever seen. Okay. I'm in. Yes! Okay, thank you guys. Listen, we're gonna need to have this thing finished, like, by after school, if possible, so... I'll just keep in touch with you guys throughout the day. I'll send you, like, the sketches and blueprints as I come. Carlos, I know you have Metal Shop 7th period, so hopefully by that time the designs will be worked out and maybe you can crank it out for me. Yeah, well, I mean, I was... Oh, I really wanted to finish that Fortnite-themed metal birdhouse today, but uh, I'll see if I can squeeze you in, Zeke. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I really, I really, really appreciate it. You see, in Fortnite... A big component of the game, even more so than, like, the running and shooting, is the building component. Zeke so, stands up and says, all right, dorks, I'll hit you later. Penny, it's lunchtime. What are you doing? Penny looks for Zeke at lunch, and she approaches him. How are you doing today? Oh, hey. Well, you know, I'm sore and exhausted and, uh... I keep, like, losing... I, I I don't even remember third period, but, you know, it is what it is. As you two are having this conversation in the cafeteria, Penny, you see out of the corner of your eye, um, the dry bloodshot corner of your eye, <laughs> a statuesque figure holding a tray of food, and you hear him say, uh, T Taco Tuesday, am I right? And you look up and star quarterback Heck Gently... Wearing, as always, his football jersey. And on his tray, he's got, like, nine and a half tacos. And he's like, 
He says that, and he's, like, grinning and, like, looking at Penny expectantly. Um, under my breath so that only Zeke can hear me, Penny just says, Oh, my God, he's so hot. And Zeke very loudly says, Yeah, he is really hot. Heck, how much you bench nowadays, man? And then Penny just puts <laughs> her head down. <laughs> he laughs, and he says, <laughs> Oh, man. I lost count. <laughs> you lost count? <laughs> He says, no, Penny, it's because, remember yesterday was Meatloaf Monday and you got Meatloaf all over me? And so I was just, it was like a callback. It doesn't matter. No, yeah. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) (laughs) Zeke, dude, I heard you're trying out for the team. That's so cool. I think it's really cool when people, like, do things out of the box and push themselves and challenge themselves. Yeah, I hope you do well. Oh, thanks, dude. Hey, listen, um, I know you're the star QB. Who's your, like, um, uh, what do they call it? Your, uh, your, your, your runner-up? Uh, second string. That's the term I was looking for. Who's the, who's the second string QB these days? It's an open question, I got to tell you. Like, you know, we've got QBs, we've got a JV QB, but, like, there's no one who's really, for me and my heart and mind, like, filling that role of, like, my understudy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was hoping it could be Alyssa, but she died, so... Yeah, she sure did. Man, she was good at football. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, listen, man, I'm real excited to try out. I can't wait to see you there, and I feel like I could learn a lot from you, you know? Zeke, I hope that I have the opportunity to teach you. Thank you so much. And he just, he reaches his hand out and, like, puts it on Hex's shoulder, and then his hand just kind of drifts down to his peck. And he just kind of rests (laughs) it there for a second. Penny shoots, like darts her eyes over it, Zeke, and just coughs. <coughs> Heck takes, like, a little half a step back, and he goes, oh, I'm shoot, I'm sorry, I left my peck on your hand for way longer than was appropriate. Listen, I'm gonna get <laughs> out of here. Penny, it was, it was nice to see you, Zeke. Hey, I'll see you at practice, dog. Hey, hell yeah, dog. Bye. <laughs> now, let's check in with Angela. What are you doing now? I'm actually filming an Instagram live video of me doing a meditation yoga practice because I'm really super stressed out after last night. I'm a little clearly banged up, but I think it like works in my favor for like sympathy likes and sympathy follows and stuff. So I think that you hear a very gentle knocking on the door to your gym and you can tell from the gentle knocking that it's two different people's hands knocking simultaneously. Um, thank you followers for tuning in, but I gotta go. I'll see you tomorrow, same time. Oh, Bye. and you hear like muttering from behind that are like, oh, I think that we interrupted one of her videos. Oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. She told us never to disturb her when she's in her room. Come her in. workout room. Come in, Allie and Anthony. Uh, the door like kind of slowly opens and standing there are Allie and Anthony Atticus Jr. Who... Wait, they're both junior? Yes, yes, we're all junior. <laughs> no, canonically, Angela's last name is Atticus Jr. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and they are, they're dressed like they're going to a red carpet gala, but I think that's just how they dress every single day. Yeah, they're yeah. always fancy and yeah. ready to go. They're to the nines, and um, your mom says... Um, Hey, sweetie, I'm so sorry. You know that I never want to disturb one of your internet videos. I know how important that is to you, and I support you. When Angela, can you make eye contact with me? Mm. I support you 100%, okay? Sure, Ali. But not in like a pushy way, like a pageant mom, in a, in a healthy, supportive way. 
Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. And in the spirit of health and support, we just wanted to check in with you. And, you know, we knew that we know that you had a car accident uh, very recently. And, um, you know, I was out alley. I'm so sorry. I just, you know, I like to formulate my thoughts perfectly before I enunciate them to you because I know how critical you can be. And I, and listen, Angela, I celebrate that about you. I just wanted to make sure that you're doing okay. Are you pushing yourself too hard by doing one of these videos right now? I'm not, but there is actually something that I do need from you. So I really, um, as you know, like we just touched base, I did get in a car accident recently. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um... And your dad, your dad starts uh, quietly, like uh, you see tears rolling down his eyes. And he says, "Nope, nope, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay." Uh, it's just he shakes his hand. He's like, "It's just still fresh. It's still fresh for me, you know." I, you know, I just, I really need a new car. Your dad says, "Okay, well, uh, you know, Angela, you've given us a lot to think about. Why don't you, when you're ready, Angela?" When you're ready, go ahead and get a list together of like just the top 10 cars that you would want. Honda Civic. You want a Honda Civic? Yes. That's, I Range don't... Rover. Okay. Range Rover. Okay, so we've got two, Honda Civic or a Range Rover. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, just come, throw eight more options out there and um, sure, you know, we might have to move some stuff around financially. I haven't been paid by the school yet, but you know what? That's not your problem to worry about. Uh, we'll, Angela, we'll figure it out. Whatever it takes for you to be. Happy, healthy, well-adjusted, and successful. Thank you. H-H-W-A-S. Yes, it's, it's your motto. Mm -hmm. It says Hawass. it on both of our bracelets, and they both hold up their hands, and there's uh, platinum <laughs> bracelets that say H-H-W-A-S. <laughs> wow. This conversation has been delightful. Um, you can go now, though. Okay, thank, Angela, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Angela. Thank you for letting us yeah. in during your meditation time. We really appreciate your... Of course. Input. And uh, don't ruin my filming next time, but... Well, yeah, I, we will... Uh, take it into consideration. Yeah, we're, we're going to try our dartest. Thank you. Penny, you've left the cafeterias after lunch. So you're just like walking back to your locker. And as you are on your way past the girls' bathroom, you feel the hairs on the back of your neck raise up and you feel the air temperature drop precipitously and you hear a ghostly voice from inside the bathroom say, Penny, hey, hey, Penny. Ooh, hey, Penny, come here. Okay. Penny goes inside to the bathroom. Inside the girl's bathroom, you see a familiar, translucent, hazy, ghostly form it's Seiramuto. She's sitting on the bathroom sink, hitting a equally ghostly vape pen. <laughs> Penny approaches her um, saber. What are you doing here? Well, I think that I'm getting a handle on like manifesting objects, but and she hits it and blows like a huge fucking cloud of cotton. But it doesn't. I don't think it does anything. Just like decorative. I don't know. Hey, sorry. Yeah, I called you in here for a reason. Listen, did you know that my party is still happening? Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. I, I, I mean, I just assumed it was canceled, but it seems like a lot of people are going. Yeah, I don't think anybody knows I'm dead, which is like, Penny, listen, I have to ask you for a favor. Okay. Since we're like friends, right? We're friends. You're my friend. 
Well, you're the only person who can see me or hear me. Um, so kind of by definition, you're my only friend. That's, that's really cool. Okay. I don't find it cool. <laughs> I don't mean that as a dig against you. You seem great and cool and like, honestly, very interesting. But, um, thank you. Yeah, no, but I, I consider myself like, I don't know, I'm like my Meyer Briggs score or whatever it was, but like, I consider myself like an extrovert person. And I sort of always thrived on like personal interaction and like, like I get energy from like being around people and socializing with people. And I, Penny, I want to go to my party and I want to hang out with people. And I feel like since you can do this, right? Like, do you think you could help me with that? Um, don't you think people would be terrified of seeing a ghost? Right, but what if we could do it in, like, a chill way? Chill way? Like, what do you mean? I don't know. You remember in Beetlejuice where, um, they died and then there was a book that showed up that told them about how to be dead? Oh, yeah. That's fictional. I did not get a book. I don't know what I'm doing (laughs) (laughs) or what the rules are. And I, no... You know, you're right. It's stupid. No, I get it. I would like to talk to other people, too. I can, like, try and find a, a book that can help you. Do I have to read it? No, I read well. Listen, I know you're, you're probably busy. No, I'm never busy. Okay, great. Then if you could spend all your time helping me hang out with people at my party, that would be top notch. Are you not kind of concerned that something horribly, horribly wrong is going to go down at this party? Well, I know that my brother got a couple of kegs of ratty ice. You don't think that'll be enough? No, no, I don't mean that. That sounds great. It's my favorite. Um... Our pool is empty. Did I tell you that? We have a big swimming pool and it's empty right now because we just like read the tiles on it. So like people could like hang out in that or skateboard in it or something. Like that's fine. The, the, if no, that was that... what you're worried about, that's actually going to be really cool. No, uh, not what I was thinking, but like these creatures that keep attacking people, I mean, don't you think that they might show up with a lot of people at your house? That would be a real bummer. I don't, that probably won't happen. Okay. Well, I will try and look into this whole book thing and get back to you on that. All right. Thanks, Penny. I appreciate you. Aw, no one's ever said that to me before. That's fucked up. Is that, wait, is that true? (laughs) yeah jesus i'm really yeah no i do you're you seem great and you're are helping me and you don't have to and like i appreciate you and you're terrific thank you i think you're really cool too i wish you hadn't died Zeke Lynn. Yeah. Are you going to detention? Yeah, Zeke is uncharacteristically right on time for detention. Coach Sheehan actually seems like uh, kind of startled that you show up on time. And he like closes his laptop really fast and then sort of like composes himself. And he says, uh, Zeke Lynn. Boy, howdy. I've been looking forward to this. Hi, coach. Zeke, I've been giving this a lot of thought. Yeah. And what you said to me this morning, it moved me, Zeke. It did. And I felt that maybe I behaved to you in a way that was callous and unhelpful to the development of your young mind. Yeah, uh, mm, uh, 
Zeke, I'm sorry that you're going through some stuff in your family, and I'm sorry if you felt that I did not believe you or take you seriously. And if you did feel that, it's because I did not do either of those things. You know, Coach, I, I honestly, I, I cannot blame you for that, and I know that you were just trying to do your job as an authority figure in my life. Thank you, Zeke. Thank you for the empathy that it took for you to appreciate what I felt and was thinking and feeling. What I'd like to view this is, is not as a detention or like a punishment, but more of like as a um, an opportunity intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know what that means. And I think that, you know, at your young age, your emotions are still developing. Your brain is still forming. You, you don't necessarily have a handle on uh, all the things that are even going on within your own self. So what I'd like you to do for me, Zeke, is I'd like you to end this. Oh, we got before football tryouts. We have one hour. I would love for you to write me a 2,000-word essay on everything that is happening with you and your family, why it's causing you to act out in school, and how sorry you are about it. Fantastic. I got a pen and paper right over there for you on that desk, bud. Go ahead and get started. You're going to need all the time you have. Great. I'll get right to work on that. So Zeke sits down and... um he, he, he puts a hand on his chin and, and like poses like he's really deep in thought. And uh, with his other hand on his wrist, texting Carlos, hey, did you get my plans? Fifth period. How did the project go? Can you meet me after detention? Okay. So as you are doing anything but what was actually assigned to you, you notice something out of the corner of your eye. The box marked frogs and then in parentheses used starts to shake slightly and kind of rustle. Zeke clocks the box moving, and he looks back at Coach to see if Coach noticed anything. Coach has his laptop back open. Mm, He's not paying attention to anything. Okay, I'm going to remotely crank up the volume on his laptop. (laughs) Okay, you crank up the volume on his laptop. And you hear very loudly projected from his laptop. Arranging flowers for grandma isn't that much more complicated than arranging flowers <laughs> for anyone else. The biggest difference is you don't want to include any flowers that might communicate a coded message that you're horny for your grandma. Now, first, I'd like to tell And he slams it shut again. Coach, is, um, is everything okay with your grandma? Uh, is everything okay with your grandma, Zeke? You know, tomorrow's grandmother's day. As, uh, as you guys are talking, you see Frankenstein-esque misarranged frogs start to jump out of the box. The first one jumps out and it doesn't have a head. It's just like four frog legs kind of stitched together. And the next one jumps out and it's just three heads arranged in a circle. And then as these like discombobulated frog pieces jump out, you see those like telescoping little robot arms and stuff like stitching these pieces together and they start screwing towards Coach Sheehan's desk. Zeke says, uh, hey, Coach, is that normal? And he points to the frogs. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Coach uh, doesn't even look away from his laptop. He says, Zeke, I know your little tricks and your mind games. Just focus on your essay, bud. You're not going to distract me with like, oh, what's that over there? You know, like, this isn't my first day on the, I'm not a spring, it's not my first day at the spring chicken ranch. Zeke says, uh, hey, you know, coach, uh, the gardening club just, just grew some really lovely orchids. Uh, maybe you want to, like, you could, I, I promise I will work diligently on this essay if you want to go, like, maybe ask them. Um, cause, you know, orchids are a really pretty flower. I bet your grandma would like them a lot. <laughs> 
More of these frogs are now jumping out, or I call them frogs, these conglomeration of frog pieces are now jumping out of the box and scurrying towards the coach. Coach, uh, right now. He still hasn't looked up from his laptop and he says, Zeke, I know that you thought that that pop-up ad was maybe a reflection on my like internet activity, but uh, I'm listen, I'm a grown man. I can buy a flower arrangement for my own grandma. I'm not trying to like scavenge locally growing wildflowers and arrange them in a counterintuitive but asymmetrically beautiful way. It'll make my grandma forget about what I did last year and love me again. Oh fuck, what is that? Ah, ah, get off me, get off my foot. Ah. Sophia, and I call my drone out of my backpack. Sophia, get these things the fuck out of here. Sophia drops her little, like, um, her little Mickey Mouse gloved robot arm out of the drone and starts frantically smashing all of the beakers and test tubes off of your desk. No, th- Sophia, the frogs, the frogs, get the frogs out of this room. And she flies over and grabs the barks marked frogs new and throws it out the window. Sophia, the frogs that are alive and coming at coach, rescue the coach. Roll to protect someone. That is a six. Your drone, um, she finally picks up what you're putting down. And by picks up what you're putting down, I mean she starts picking up the haunted robot frogs and starts throwing them. I think in an effort to throw them out the window, which is still broken. But instead, Sophia is just hucking them at the coach. (laughs) And they're sort of like, just like sticking onto him and glomming onto him. And you see as soon as they hit him, and they're still like swarming up his legs as well. As soon as they hit him, they shed their frog exteriors and just start burrowing into him. Fucking Ah, hell. ah, ah, ah. Zeke, Zeke, call 911, the frogs are robots. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Uh, Okay, coach, I'm really sorry. This might hurt. Uh, I reach into my lab coat and I pull out my lightning gun and I'm gonna zap him with the fucking lightning gun. I mean, I'm aiming for the the frogs, but he's, he's, I mean, Oh no. Yeah, you uh you blast one of the frogs that's currently like crawling up his person and like I think it's the one that is trying to scramble into his mouth right now and you hit it and it sort of like shorts out, like visibly shorts out and falls to the floor. Unfortunately, there are dozens more there to replace it and moments later, you hear coach Sheehan sort of like heavily coughing. <laughs> and then he vomits out his whole skeleton onto his desk. Fucking shit. What? Oh god. Ah! 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 Bones! <laughs> <laughs> episode at all. But now I still gotta drag my little butt out here to read the credits. I'm gonna have a word with my agent about this. Just kidding. I don't have an agent. I'm just a voice inside a computer. Speaking of voices, Bess Lawson has a voice and she uses it to play Penny White. Megan Slesman has a totally separate voice and you might recognize hers as one Angela Atticus Jr. James Chedlar has both a literal voice with which he performs Zeke and also a metaphorical voice in that he wrote and performed all of the music for the show. All of those other voices belong to Philip Stressman, who is also the Game Master. 
Thank you as always to Ethan Waldron for his sonorous and silky introduction. Thanks to James Chedwar as well for the sound effects with additional sounds provided by Zapsplat.com. We'll see you next week when hopefully I'll have more freaking ones. 